7K pick, Joshua Adam Lamarna with the Senator, and finally, life found a way to let us have back the coach, sir, sir. Coach Francis. What is going on? Good man, good. We got, uh, we got a new baby to the family. Um, Hell yeah, big congrats. Yeah, I appreciate that new baby to the family. It's, it's just been busy, man. Very very busy, but uh, I'm back. Back in the booth. More life, yeah, a, love it. That's a that's a fact. Coach Coach called me that that night, and I was I literally just pulled up to my house and had to like put my coat right back on and head right back. It was like that uh, Abe Abe Simpson meme where he walks into the bar <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then walks yeah. right back out. That's that's what happened. That's fantastic. Another big congrats to Coach on that. More added to the uh, the chat room family, the Fresh Take family, to the Francis and Friends family, to the Francis and Friends family, literally. <laughs> uh, so we are heading into week 14. This is a significant week for a lot of reasons. For most, well, for any serious fantasy league, this is the last regular season of fantasy this week for playoff start. Uh, this is uh, the playoff stuff. Now, this is when, you know, you, you and I, Senator, kind of started looking at it last week. But mm-hmm. now this is when, if your team's a bubble team, like my team, like Senator's team, you start really looking at your schedule. And and even for Coach's team, that's a team that's trying to hold on. You start really looking on to those final games like, okay, where is this going to go? Certain teams are like, hey, where are we going to go? We're going to start sitting players and whatnot. So it's going to be – we've had some teams that have frozen – that are going to be threatening for playoff spots all of a sudden, like the Lions, like my Raiders, just to name a few. Maybe the Packers still have a weird outside chance. I don't think they do, but I guess we can't count out Aaron Rodgers on that side. Senator, your division is an absolute clown show. I don't know what to say about it. Um, And then, uh, Coach, your division is very, very interesting. You have... The two horse race, two horse race right now. So. Yeah, and then but the the Steelers they're going to be a nuisance because they're trying to get that final wild card spot. Yeah. The Browns it's are going to be a nuisance because they're trying to get that final wild card spot. Yeah, they're, all, they're always, I guess, in the conversation for like that 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 extra spot out of this year. You know, like it was like last year where we only had what was it the six? Mm-hmm. Then then it would be pretty much locked up, pretty much. Yeah, um, but because they added that extra game and the extra spot. Now a lot, a lot a lot of teams are still kind of in the race. I think after this weekend, this will kind of give clarity to a lot of things. After that, yeah. So I'm going to start us off simple. Let's go with our locks. All right. So we're going to start with the AFC and our locks. So we know Buffalo lock, Kansas City lock, Tennessee lock. I think we can confirm those three teams are a lock. And I'm going to say whether they're the division champs or not. I'd say Cincinnati at this point is a lock. I only don't say your team coach is a lock because of injuries, Injury, but, the, the, well, but we're ready to put the key is in it. We're ready to turn it. The it only thing kinda, is it's like yeah. the difference between this year and last year is, well, the, the big similarity is that this year, last year, we're in four going into yeah. week 14 and Lamar Jackson got hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The difference last year was that last year we had a shit ton of other injuries like Marcus Peters, 
Marlon Humphrey, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Ronnie Stanley, like everybody, like we were beat up all over the place. Uh, Tyus Bowser, all over the place. This year, it's like night and day. We are actually really healthy right now. Like we have something. And you have, to, and to you, have you have four winnable games too coming up here. I, four. I honestly games. think I honestly think we have five winnable games, but at since he's win- well, since he's a different game. game. The yeah. week 18 is, is tough. It, it is tough, but like I feel that our defense has made strides and we're like our defense, like if you look at the big categories, so turn to so, um sacks, interceptions, and forced fumbles, we're top five. And then the last right. two games, we've last two games we, we've held teams to no touchdowns. So like we're yeah. making strides and we're getting Marcus Williams, like we, we're getting healthy. Um, Looking at your like, schedule, I think you guys should be fine. I almost do want to put a lock on you guys. I, I look at the Dolphins, who is the next team there. I can't put a lock on it. They have the Chargers this week, then the Bills, then a Packers team, then Pats and the Jets. So those are five really hard games for the Dolphins coming up. Yeah, yeah they they could use like big. I could see a two a two and three, one and four, honestly, because I think Green Bay, like Aaron Rodgers, has that that that, that little chip on the shoulder where. If he has a shot, he's gonna give you like he's a two-time MVP for a reason, you know. And, and then, then we got uh, the we got the Jets too, Bills, Jets, Lions, Jags, Seahawks, and Dolphins. Oh, that's a hard five-game slant as well. Yeah. And then Senator, that brings us into the wild cards. Um. So yeah, Coach, I'm gonna give you guys a lock. You guys are locked. Bengals are locked. It's Dolphins and Jets, those two wild card spots that we don't know. So the wild card. You have Patriots, Chargers, Raiders, Browns, and Steelers all in there. And just judging by the strength of schedule, the Raiders have the easiest schedule remaining. Um, what do we think it's going to take to get that wild card spot? Do you have it nine or ten? I I honestly think ten. Like I I said coming into the year, I I think ten gets you in. I think ten gets you in. So I think. That's what's gonna be like nine is it's gonna be tough. Like the only only way nine gets you in is if there's like a tie. I'm not tiebreaker. Like like yeah, like if there's a tie in play. Yeah, but I don't. Well, know. like so, let's look at the Jets for example, because they're holding the final wild card spot right now. I don't have them beating Buffalo this week in Buffalo. No. Uh the Lions game, the Lions and the Jags games are the games they should win. Really, if yeah. they want it, if the Jets want to be up, since, uh, Trevor Lawrence is kind of nicked up right now. Yeah, if, if if they want to be a playoff team, that Lions, Jags, Seahawks run there, they got to win all three of those. That gets them to 10. I don't know what the tiebreaker is with the Raiders or the Pats. Well, the Pats have the tiebreaker there, but I don't know what the tiebreaker is with the Steelers or the Raiders or anything there, mm-hmm. but that gets them to three wins because Se- at Seattle, probably a loss, and at Miami at the end of the season, probably a loss. So those three yeah. games there, Lions, Jags, Se- uh, Lions, Jags, and Seahawks, that's still tough there. It's yeah. it it does look like that wild card spot is going to be open. Senator, I haven't heard a lot from you before I get to talk about my Raiders. Honestly, to tell you the truth, like looking at the way how the teams are set up, it's going to be a very interesting end of the season race right now for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets at this point right now, I have a little more confidence in them to win a little bit of win a few more games just because I think that uh, um, White is he is a gunslinger 
right? Was... And that's and that's the kind of issue that they didn't really have the issue that they had when they had Wilson in there before. I think that the team kind of gravitates towards him, and that's a big thing when you have when you have trust with your team, right? Um, looking at there's a few teams that are just so confusing that I have no clue what they are. Yeah, my team included. Like, your team is definitely there. Pittsburgh is definitely there. Um, so the race is going to be the race is going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. There's just so was many dead teams. in the water. They were dead in the water. Before they got back, TJ Watt. TJ Watt changed that whole fucking team around. Oh, that is. I, I don't see how they can come back though, because they have Ravens, Panthers, Raiders, Ravens, Browns. I don't see them getting to nine, even with that. Here's the thing: yeah. I I could see that. I can actually see that because um, the one thing, the only thing that Kenny Pickett has to do is not turn over the ball. Right? I watched him against the Falcons. Now. My team is not the greatest when it comes to defense. We're the greatest. We're really good when it not the greatest. We're really great when it comes to uh, ru- rushing the ball. Mm-hmm. Watching the game on Sunday, they didn't rush at all in the first half. Mm-hmm. They went away from what what got them their wins. They, I think that like you, coach said. There was that threat of TJ Watt coming in and changing the team, but you don't go away from what what works, right? Like they trusted Mariota to throw a lot more, and that cost them in the first half. Second half, once they started running the ball, you saw a whole nother change when it came to the team. We still ended up losing, but that's because we went away from what works. Kenny Pickett, if as long as he's not a turnover machine, there is still a shot for them to win these games because they manage the ball properly. They they lead the league, from what I remember, they lead the league in longest, uh, longest possessions of ball of the of the rock because mm-hmm. they rush really well. Then they make the small plays just a. I think there was a 14 play touchdown that they had to do in order to get the score against the Falcons. That's what they do. They hold yeah. the ball. They try to limit the time against the other team. Uh, Bills, I think they're going to feel the loss of Von Miller now that he's out for the season. Yeah. Um, that one is going to hurt. I feel I mean, also. I would say yes, but their, their front seven is like. They're stout. They're front seven. Like Juan Miller put them over the edge. I don't think he's like a. I don't think he changes them night and day. Like not night and day, but he does. It's like one of those ones where when when we first got him and we were all on here when they first got him and we were all on here and I said that I don't think that that was a huge pickup. I quickly came on here after and I and I apologize for that because I said I was wrong with that. Right? Like I like to admit my faults but i think with when you're looking at what he provides when the timing of what he does right there's so many games where they may have ended up winning but they could but it was like a super close game like against detroit for thanksgiving that was one of those games where you know like if he was in there 
there's a little bit more of a chance of a shutdown earlier than there was at that time. Like he makes key plays, not doesn't really change everything, but he makes key plays, key timing plays. And that's what you need at with certain players, right? Malik Malik White has he's been throwing for like 400 yards each game since he started. Like, you know what I mean? Like against the Bills, they usually limit how much the other quarterback throws, but he's a gunslinger. He's going to he's gonna make attempts that other quarterbacks might be scared to make, right? Like Zach Wilson would be scared to make those throws. That's why I say it's a little bit more competitive than what, than if Wilson was in, you know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see how, how the season plays out. I'm, I'm locked in. So if, uh, if you guys were going to take the wild card teams that take out the jets and do you first, before I talk about that, do you guys have the dolphins as a lock or not yet? Uh, what's Tua's status at yeah, this point right now? Depends on Tua. Yeah. I was, I was, I was gonna say it depends on Tua. Like Mike, Mike McDaniel was saying that he'll be good, but uh, Chargers, Bills, Packers, Patriots, Jets again. Final five for them. It's tough. If if Tua if Tua's questionable or if he's because Tua's biggest thing is that he's accurate and he's mobile mobile enough that he's able to elude pressure and get out of the pocket, pull the ball. Like he's like like he's not gonna beat you down the field like Lamar Jackson or um, Jalen Hurts or any of these other guys, but. He's mobile enough. If he's hobbled or um, not able to move around as freely, he's gonna, he's a shorter quarterback. It's gonna be harder for him to get the ball out. He's gonna feel pressure. As you see the last game when San Fran's putting pressure on him, like he's a way different quarterback when you get pressure in his face and linebackers are moving around around the field. Um, I need to see what they do the next two weeks. If Tua is able to move around, able to get get the ball out quickly as he usually does, then I think they're pretty much a lock. Um, but the next two weeks are going to be compelling, saying a lot. Who do you guys has the biggest threat to the Jets for that final playoff spot right now? The Pats, Chargers, Raiders, Browns, and Steelers. Honestly, I'm going with the best quarterback left, and I think it's uh, the Chargers. Even though they're beat up with injuries, like they, I think they have like they've had like one game all year where both wide receivers have been on the field. You know, yeah, they have um, a tough schedule too. They have they have, they they have, have, tough, three, they have a tough schedule. Well, two actually, it's not bad. It's Dolphins, Titans, both winnable. Yeah, and then the Colts, and then Rams and Broncos. So it's a very winnable situation for the Chargers yeah. right now. Yeah. So I think I just I believe in uh, Justin Herbert. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. I think he he's super underrated not like, like he gets like the, the pundits out there say that he's like a, a, he's a great quarterback but he doesn't he doesn't win enough for it to be like anything s- substantial um i just I think, think they're too beat up i i saw it first yeah, no, they, they are definitely beat up for sure they are they are definitely beat up but i just like one thing i've, I've always said then like whether, whether it be like in basketball or football like if you have a, a, a difference maker you got a chance you got a puncher's chance in any game and I think in all those five games left, they'll they'll have the best quarterback on the field. Darwin James is hurt now too, by the way. I am going to go opposite, and I'm going to go with your team. Actually, well, we have the easiest uh, schedule. I mean, I, this is assuming by the, this time tomorrow that they're going to be on their path to six wins. Like I'm not, yeah. So I'm giving it to your team because. I have an opposite stance. 
of, of Justin Herbert than coach just explained. Yeah. And I, to be honest with you, I think he puts up numbers, but when the pressure is on to actually win big games, it doesn't come through. Well, the O line is really I don't bad. Think I, don't, I don't think it's not him. I think he's. I think he's winning despite of his coach and his O line, and I, I think he's winning despite of those guys because who's he throwing the ball to? Like he has, Keen Allen is like a legit number one receiver, but he's hurt like eighty percent of the time. And then Mike Williams, no running is game either, right? Eh? Yeah, they're, like, they're um, running Austin, game is nothing. Like, yeah, like 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 he's winning despite all those guys. And, I and their coach is like us, uh, Like. He, he's one of those guys where, like, I think I think he's on the hot seat right now. Oh, 100%. So, like, he's winning, That's he's winning a Sean Payton destination. Yeah, he's winning despite his team. So I think he's but here, a legit but quarterback. Here's, here's what I'm saying. He's been in the league for how many years at this point right now? Four? Is it three? Three or four. Three or four. Yeah. Right? He had, what, two different head coaches at this point right now? Yeah. He had an offensive-minded coach and a defensive-minded coach. Right? Like... They're at so the reason why they went with who Staley at this point right now was because he was looked at, he was assumed to be an offensive minded coach. The same issue that the Raiders had, right? When they went with Mike, not Mike, Josh, Josh. McDaniels, um, it was we're going to get an offensive coach because. Usually the offensive coordinator or the offensive, like if you're offensive minded, then that's what you're really focused on, right? Like you're that that's what improves. If you remember at the start of the season, it was looked at that this team was their win loss was 10 and a half. Yeah. This right? was a Super and, Bowl team. This was a Super Bowl team. And I said early that I'm choosing the under because of the fact that I feel like the pundits. It was a ten, by the way, exactly rate, ten. And you're yeah, the only one to pick 10. the under. You're the only one to pick the under. And I chose the under because I said that I don't. I think the pundits overhype uh, Herbert at this point right now because I watched a lot of Chargers games and a lot of the yardage that he gets were like garbage yardage. They weren't. They weren't yardage that actually helped the team win, right? My and only I, argument that would be is he can't do everything. He can't he can't run block, he can't pass block, he can't run the ball, he can't catch the ball, he can't play defense. That is true. But like you can they're, also their their biggest cornerback that they signed offseason got hurt in like week four. You know, I'm like, saying, but you can't do everything. And we get that, right? Even though like some people want to say like when a Tom Brady team win, it's because it's Tom Brady, right? Yeah, we know this. Like you're a part of a you're part of you're part of a thing, right? Um, a system. But I also have watched him throw key turnovers at times when the when their season was on the line. I've watched him fumble when the season's on the line. Like well, that's look what, what that I'm pass saying. rush did. That Raiders pass rush with Chandler Jones, with Jerry Tilly, who is what an ad Jerry Tilly has been to the Chargers to let him walk to us. Oh, that's, yeah. Wow. Um, He was scared at times for that pass rush. And I saw him rush throws and stuff like that. I, you and I talked about this the last few weeks, Senator. I Mm -hmm. I think Herbert is good, but I think he's the most overhyped quarterback in the entire league right now. He mean, he has the exact amount of touchdowns that Derek Carr has. 
it, it, his yards aren't that much more than what cars and, and a few other quarterbacks are at that level, but we treat him like he's in that Mahomes Brady class with, and Josh Allen. He is not in that class. He is a level below that class, but we treat him like he's this great quarterback prodigy that's in that level. And he does not deserve to be in that class. Again, Geno Smith. Why, why I'd rather have Geno Smith than Justin Herbert to be hundred percent right now. That's crazy. That's, that's a little blasphemous, but I'll say this. You look at all the teams football games. You look at all the yeah, but he has a great defense. Like, like you got to have something else on your roster in order to produce. Like, like look at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is coming off of two back-to-back MVPs. He's been the best player in the league for two years, and his mm-hmm. team is struggling right now. Not because he's not not because he's falling off a cliff, because his team is bad. Like, well, he like, also doesn't have Devontae Adams. Yeah, but 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 like, you look at your team. You got. You have basically all, all you had a you had an all pro at every skill position basically. Yeah, right. You had well, like you had Waller. You have um. Okay, you were talking about the Raiders. Yeah, was like, Raiders. My no, team no, definitely. No, 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 no. I'm not a Raider. Like Raiders have skill positions, skill, skill people all, all over the place. So if their corner car puts not up corner. numbers, if not corner. Well, not not corner. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nowhere secondary. You, yeah, yeah. Well, I told defense another thing. I'm talking about on the offense side of the ball. You guys are yeah. loaded. But we haven't right. had any. We haven't play, had the full lineup play more than a snap together this year fair. until the well, Patriots game next fair. week will be well, the like, first time we have it. We've won three games in a row with having no Waller and no Hunter Renfro. Our second best receiver is Matt Collins, who last year was a, a kick return receiver. Like, oh, I, I, he's probably I, I the best receiver that. in the league. He's probably the best receiver. It's him or Justin Jefferson. Or I got Tyreek up there too. Sure, I don't know, but um, but yeah. I, as I was saying, like I get all the all the skepticism around Justin Herbert, but he's doing what he's doing numbers wise, and yeah, they might be a little bit inflated numbers wise, like kind of kind of similar to what Dak was doing, was it two years ago yeah. when he put up the big numbers, kind of similar to that, but he's doing this with literally nothing around him, right? And then when I look at other 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 quarterbacks who are in kind of his, like even for him a, a tier below, like he's not obviously not Mahomes. I think Josh uh, Josh Allen is having a down year. I, I think he's overhyped because he's having a down year. Because like I would agree I with seen, you on Allen. I think Allen's seen, praise um, is a little bit too yeah. much. I seen I seen first take the other day, and uh, no, not not first thing. First things first the other day, and Nick Wright. Like I hate Nick Wright. Um, I, <laughs> like I, you're, I, you're I, quoting Nick Wright to us. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I hate like, him, but he put. Quoting he Tucker Carlson. But he put up a stat. I was like, holy shit! Like. Over the last seven games, Josh Allen has the same numbers as freaking Davis Mills. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like you know what I mean. So like, so shit like that. Like, I think he's the most overhyped. Um, but like, they're both in that same category. They're both in that same category. I think the two best quarterbacks in the league. I would league say yes. Burrow, I would say, Burrow and Mahomes. Those. It's, and I would then say it's a yes to the same category, but but again, Herbert doesn't have anything. Like Josh Allen has, like his defense is phenomenal. His defense has been great for five years. He has Stefan Diggs. Like he has pieces around him. Well, he like, still has Bosa. He still has Khalil Mack. On the defensive side of the ball, like yeah. the, like, like defensive side of the ball, they have they Gerald have Everett's been one of the best tight ends this year. He still has Austin Eckler. He still has Austin Keenan Ecker, Allen. Austin Eckler has been in the dark house. Keenan, Keenan, Keenan Allen has been hurt. Michael has been hurt. Um, so like again, but I look at I, I, I get the, I, I get the doubt. I get all of that, but I just feel that his what he's doing is more remarkable than what other quarterbacks are doing in his in his position so coach the only thing the only thing and i don't want to stick on this topic because we have so much other stuff to talk about but but um the only thing for me when i when i say like the overrated part right 
I don't take away from somebody's skill, right? Like he's a skillful quarterback, right? And us being like podcasting on their skills, it's kind of like backseat quarterbacking. You know what I mean? Like we not on the field, we don't actually know what the reads are and all that type of stuff. But I, when I say it, I say he's so hyped by the media because I look at a person like Matthew Stafford that had crazy yardage, right? But was never considered a top five quarterback. Never considered, he was like, sometimes he would be even missed on like top 10 quarterbacks, right? But when they were, when any win that they did and managed to pull out, it was because Stafford threw for like 400 yards, right? Like he, he had to will that team to, how many game-winning touchdowns did that guy that guy pull off when he was in Detroit? You know what I mean? Like, that's what he was always known for doing, but he was never considered a top-five quarterback. I feel like for Justin Herbert, they've, like, from season one, they were saying he was top-five but didn't make playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, they were always – there was always that discussion. That's my only thing about it, right? Like, you haven't proven that you're a top-five quarterback to me at this point skillfully he's there like yeah. he has the skills to do it i think if he has the team to do it he'll do it but he hasn't proven to me he's a top five quarterback at this current moment and that's the reason why i'm choosing the raiders and so why are you going with the raiders over those other teams i'm choosing the raiders because i think Devonte adam being the person that Devonte adams is mm-hmm. has you seen a turnaround in the team after the reports came out that he was like, yo, this is bullshit, right? Like yeah. we got to be doing better. And I think when you have those locker room leaders that can really um, garner that respect, not fake respect, like you see uh, Russell Wilson trying to do in the media, yeah. but like the genuine respect. Yeah, we talked then, about that split locker room, right? Yeah. I was talking about that, that it was like kind of Karin Defonte, and there's some other people that are kind of dragging their feet. Yeah. And you look at the celebration they had this week. It's a, I think Devonte Carr getting emotion that day, Max calling people out. And now everyone's kind of together. You see the, the, how close they were when Chandler got a sack, right? That was a big thing about three weeks ago, people getting on Chandler about what are you doing defensively? And Jerry Tilly now coming on in the position he has, it's been even to op- open up the pass rush now. So Chandler can yeah, start I think doing his the, things I think they're just looking at the te- things. I think they're looking at the team overall and just saying at this point right now, like we should not be in a position that we're in. No, and they right? don't like, have we- Waller or Hunter during these three games. They probably won't have them tomorrow night, but they're going to get them in that Patriots game, which is bigger. In some ways, I, I don't know if Josh Jacobs is going to play tomorrow or not. In some ways, I'm actually okay if Josh Jacobs doesn't play tomorrow. I'd almost be fine if he takes 10 days extra and gets that ankle ready for that Patriots game. Not to put anything ahead of the, because we could very well lose to the Rams, but that's a game where I don't think you need Josh Jacobs as much, where I'd be fine with Amir Abdullah or Zamir White and get Josh Jacobs ready to go for that game against the Patriots and the Steelers, because those are going to be two huge wild card level games. Oh, that's a fact. And they're going to be playing with way more intention than other, than the other, and then the game tomorrow. Because yeah. the game tomorrow to me is just to showcase Baker. Uh, if he plays, yeah. There's no Aaron Donald. Like the best, I mean, and it'll be Jalen Ram. Like the big showcase you can see the NFL showing off tomorrow. It's all they have. It's it's Ramsey versus Devontae. 
Yep. That's all. That's that's all. That's the only thing they have tomorrow is Ramsey versus them. I would just say from the Raiders side is that they just have the easiest schedule. You look at the, where the schedules are. Chargers would probably be second for me, coach, from what where they are. Um, but I just the lot, even that Cardinals game, watching Herbert and what that team was. I think the coaching is a big part of it too. Staley's really dragging them down, and I think we're going to see that could be a Sean Payton destination. I do think the Jets are going to fall out because it's the Jets at the end of the day, and they're going to find some way to hurt themselves and. It'll be who wants to be the quarterback there next year. And the running game is starting. I mean, Zachary Knight, like running game, whatever they have, it just keeps on putting along, right? Rather it's uh, be Bryce, rather it be Michael Carter, rather it be James Robinson. Now this Zachary Knight guy came out of nowhere. Um, but it's going to be really, really, this this week is so crazy. And we'll get into the schedule, but just like now you're, you're watching, right? Like coach, you're going to be watching the Bengals now, like a hawk, all, 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 um every week now honestly not yet not yet like because 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 ravens still control their own destiny so as i said like as i said earlier started the episode like this week for us is super important if we handle our business even though we're i think we're going to be underdogs this weekend i think because we're pittsburgh at home i think we're underdogs um, you're yeah, two and a half yeah, yeah. i don't like that at all yeah, like so, you guys well i guess there's no lamar so yeah, so even though we're the underdogs, I I, I, I still feel very strongly our de- like our defense is play, playing really well, and we're really well really good against the rush, and we're gonna we're gonna stop the rush, I think. And my hope is that we end up getting, like I'm calling three three turnovers in this game. I I, I feel that our defense is coming along really well. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be the, the 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 change of the game. But, but as, as I was going to say, like, we control our own destiny. So if we win this weekend, like, regardless You're of good. what – You're pretty Yeah, good. regardless of what Cincy does, I, we're in. Um, the now, division win, too, what you need to get. Because yeah. teams like yeah. the Raiders yeah. now we'll – The Raiders have – You have three – Okay, yeah, Raiders have three division wins. So have, those teams are going to matter have, for the wild card. We have, we have two right now. But our, our last five games, four of them are division. But we're, we're 2-0 and right now. Okay. And we already beat Cincy. And we already beat uh, Cleveland. Yeah. So, so I think this weekend, if we beat Pittsburgh, we'll be three in division with one win against everybody in, in division. I think we're pretty much locked for a playoff spot. Then I now, think you're pretty close. North. I think it's it's Dolphins now, and Jets in that final spot. Uh, okay. You see North Division leader. That's that's where we get dicey. But yeah, we move to the NFC. Um, say Eagles lock Minnesota. Tell me if you disagree with any of these. Uh, Eagles lock, Minnesota lock, Dallas lock, and that's all I got. I can't give the Niners a lock now because I, I Brock played great last night. Brock Purdy was awesome last week. He did what I he had to do. That that defense is the best in the league. It's the best and defense, offense, but so their schedule is and offensively they still have like, they have a, a, a similar to like. Your team kind of like better than your team, but similar in the, in the sense where they have an all pro position. They got yeah, their guys Debo are Samuels. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they're, they're playing. Yeah, they got Debo Samuel. They got Kittle. They got McCaffrey. They got uh, Ayuk. They, they they got skilled players all over that field. All like all that the quarterback has to do. I, I know his name, Purdy. I've known Brock Purdy. Purdy. Yeah. Mr. All Irrelevant. he has to do, all he has to do, is get the ball out to his skill guys, not fumble the ball. Not throw a dumb boneheaded pick, and they'll be fine. 
It's a tough schedule. I mean, I, I forgot to mention, too, with the Raiders, Jacobs, if he does play, Jacobs is on pace right now to set the all-time rushing record. I don't know if he'll do it or not, and we'll have to see where it goes because we have the extra week and the asterisks and all that kind of stuff, so we'll see if it, Jacobs is on another level right now. Uh, for the Niners, though, so they have the Bucks this week, which I think if the Bucks win this game, it's done. Like They pretty much have locked up the division at that point if they can beat this Niners team. Then the game, the game in next week is the big one. It'll be against Seattle, and that'll pretty much be the division, I think, at that point. Then they have the Commanders, and they have the Raiders and the Cardinals game, which is whatever. But the next four games are against teams that are either wildcard teams right now or precipice on the wildcard game. And that Raider game is a little bit of a trap because that's Las Vegas New Year's Day. It's a little bit of a trap if everyone stays on their best behavior in Vegas the day beforehand. But we'll see what comes of that. And the good news for them is Jimmy G yeah. will be available for the playoffs. So that's the good news for them. Well, a report well, just came out that said it was a long shot. So long okay. shot, yeah, yeah. Okay. Long shot for a late playoff. So maybe if they if they if they their best bet would be lock up the division, get that first round by, win at home, and then get, get Jimmy G back for the NFC championship game. Uh, Tampa, I'm not going to go there. That's not a lock. Dallas, 100% a lock. Then Giants and Seahawks, no lock there. And then I guess the wild card. Um, mathematically, you can still say the Packers are in it and Atlanta in it as far as the wild card. But I think Atlanta's better shot is for the division. And then the Lions uh, are still lingering in there. And uh, then you got the Commanders and that tie. It's really interesting. The Lions this week, the Vikings, if they win this Vikings game, that will kind of deter where this Lions season is going. It's the biggest, probably the biggest Lions game in a decade is this week against the Vikings. And then they have Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. They can If they can win this Vikings game, they'll have a real chance to try to win out for the playoffs, but they got to beat the Vikings first. I think the Lions are such a confusing team. Because they play extremely hard, and with Dan Campbell as their as their head coach, I feel like that is such like he's brought a whole another feel to the team. Yeah, but I I'm eliminating them at this point. So you just got because so you just got Commanders and Seahawks really for that final spot. I really have commanders as that final spot to tell you so the you got truth. Seahawks missing then because Seahawks Seahawks managed to lose games that they should win. Yeah. Well the you Saints I mean? one they like, should have won the Raiders one they should have won and the Bucks one they should have won. Yeah like there was so many they it's kind of like teams sometimes give them the opportunity to take these games and then they don't. That Raiders so game was theirs. They had the interception right theirs. from the start. Right from yeah. the start. It was theirs to win. I just I think that all the praise that we gave uh Gino, it was warranted because he was playing as amazing that he is, as he was. But at the same time, we also have to and we're looking at the comparisons between him and Russ at that time. Yeah, but I think that unless he can prove that he can win the crucial games, it's gonna 
fall back on that team. 